Welcome back to the Emergency Sports Podcast. I'm Nemo. I'm Garcia. And today we will be talking about the NBA playoffs. But before that, um, you, you bring me down a little bit. I'm a little loud. Uh, before that, you said welcome back, but the first episode was never released. Oh. Oh, it was never <laughs> released? Yeah, the first episode was never released. So, uh, but, so there was a first episode. That was... A, the the um, the emergency sports moniker started because playoffs was heating up and me and you were like hey we want to talk sports and we're like it's an emergency we got to talk sports mm-hmm. emergency sports podcast and guess what it kind of i guess that was the last emergency <laughs> 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 but now here we are playoff basketball playoff time. basketball time best time to talk sports mm-hmm. in my opinion it is 100 percent. all right so so now we we cleared that up we introduced the show again um, so go ahead and tell us what we're talking about here first. All right. Well, I was going to wait for this because I obviously want to save the best for last. Like, in my, yes. my conversation almost. But I want to say that I want to talk about the Kings and the Warriors. <sighs> okay. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think it's way, way more interesting than the kick. But if this were to come out tomorrow, let's say, let, let's put some pressure on ourselves. Today is Tuesday the 18th. All right, we went through Monday's slate of games. If we were to talk about basketball, we have to talk about the kick because that's all everyone's talking about. The stomp, that's all everyone's talking about. All right, (laughs) so Sarah's looking at me, and uh, we're talking basketball. So what happened was, uh, do you want to run through what happened? I want want you to tell how we saw it. So basically, you know, someone someone shoots, someone shoots, they try to get the rebound. Specifically, Draymond Green tries to get the rebound. Yeah. And he goes up, and a Kings player goes up, DeMontis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. He falls down trying to get the rebound. And when he falls down, Draymond Green also falls on top of him. You know, mm-hmm. they just fall down. Yes. When Draymond Draymond's trying to get up. He gets up much faster than Sabonis. Mm-hmm. And Sabonis says he was trying to protect himself, but it looks like he's grabbing Draymond's leg. Mm-hmm. And Draymond's about to take off, and he puts his basically his planting foot to take off almost in his chest. Yeah, he takes off. <laughs> he takes off off of Sabonis's chest. Yes. Now I will say the very I woke up in the morning to to the clip. Now we'll say the first thing that I saw was the zoom in of of the clip. So. So I don't see the rebound. I don't see the shot. I just see the the stomp, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, that's so bad. And then I, I was like, okay, actually, I've only seen like this two seconds. Let me watch the whole thing. And I watched the whole thing. I was like, it's not that bad. It, was, it wasn't that bad like in the moment. Like when you saw it, I was like, oh. It was weird. Yeah, I was like, they're just going to continue to go on. But when you looked at the replay, you were like, oh, he, he kind of he kinda stepped on it. Yeah, that. he did. But – the, during the game, the announcer, like, immediately, he was like, oh, no, Sabonis grabbed him first. Because he was clear. When he saw the yeah. video, he grabbed him. But they gave the flagrant on Draymond for stomping on mm-hmm. him. Because I guess, like, it's, <laughs> he did stomp on him. <laughs> but I, I'm i in the camp. Okay, so so before I give my, my thoughts, uh, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the action how do you feel about Sabonis how do you feel about Green the flagrant what do you think should happen now I feel like I don't think there was any like intention about it I think they were just playing basketball and it was just like oh dang I accidentally stepped on you you think there's no intention I don't think that's so. insane because I think if there was any intention it came from Sabonis, Sabonis. Side. okay 
from grabbing him because you see like he literally he wraps his arm around his leg almost and I'm like okay. whoa and I guess you could say that like after he grabs his leg he probably stomps on him uh-huh. and that could be the intention but I don't think like it's gonna be a hold crazy on, hold deal on. hold on I that that's I, I'm really glad that Sarah uh, asked that question because I'm gonna pull up the video for her to watch Sarah come over here I want you to come up to the mic and I want you to watch this in real time. And I want you to, I'm going to play the audio here so we can hear. I have some audio too. Okay, so let's, hold on. It's coming up. This is all going to be cut out. All this way. Okay, here it is. So watch these two. Yeah, no, it's going to show the replay. Go to second. Okay, we just saw the play in in, in real life. Okay, so I, let's all three watch this. Okay, we see Sabonis writhing around in pain. Oh, it even says there in the commentary, writhing around in pain. All right, so okay, watch, watch twenty three, and watch him. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> talk, t tell us in the mic. Yeah. No, I think it's the dude's fault because he he grabbed his leg mm -hmm. first, uh -huh. and then he like tried to get away. So, question: uh, Nemo just said the the step on the stomp, whatever, wasn't intentional. What do you think? No, I I think that that was intentional because he grabbed his leg. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great answer. <laughs> um, okay, here's what I think: Did he deserve to get stepped on, stomped on? No. Was he asking for it? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he did. He grabbed his leg, and and I'm not I'm not a fan of. I don't know why people like seeing fights in. I mean, obviously, I get why people like seeing fights in sports, but that's not what sports for. If mm -hmm. you want to watch a fight, watch a fight. You want to watch a basketball game, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm not here for that. But I like when games do get physical like that because that's just I just like I like physical games, and in this case. He, I think he gets actually what he wants, and I think they get what they want. They know that they're gonna get some some bruises, some bumps from Draymond. But if you can get him ejected, then you're doing your part. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really smart on Sabonis's end to grab his leg, which is a foul. You can't grab his leg, and then to get him ejected, and possibly even if it was worse or looked worse, suspended for the next game. Mm -hmm. So um, was Draymond in the right? No, was Sabonis in the right? No, but if you can get a player kicked out and you know maybe suffer some uh, contusions to your body in the meantime, then I think it's worth it. And 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 I'm on honestly, I'm on everyone's side on this one. Mm -hmm. I like I like the physicality of games too when they get really because it becomes more intense. Like, yeah, when people want to win. Like it's you already w already want to win because the playoffs. But yeah, when you're starting to get that like actual like oh oh you want to do this to me, I'm gonna do this to you. Mm -hmm. It becomes really intense, and I also feel like. If they gave Draymond a flagrant and ejected him, they should have probably did it with Sabonis. Too. No, no, I, you he, can't eject him for that. But there was both. It but he got a technical. He got a technical foul. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't trying to hurt him. He was just slowing him down. And by the way, if you looked at Game One, uh, there is a play. I think it's against Sabonis, um, uh, where Draymond 
like way, way off in the backcourt. They start off the fast break where Draymond falls on um, a player. I want to say it's a bonus going for the rebound. And then they go to get up and then he falls back into him again. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a classic play. You fall onto a player to keep him from getting up. Right. Um, but it, uh, it, it's a foul. But they don't always call it yeah. if you can sell it properly. Um, but it's part of the game. Uh, it, it, there's a there's a bunch of stuff we don't see that goes on in in basketball that happens like little grabbing and stuff to slow them down. Falling on your on your defender is one of them. It's a foul if you get caught. If you get caught, yeah. But in playoff basketball, they're not going to call that. Um, but going back to what I was saying, I mean that's just part of the game. Call the foul and bonus. He even got a technical for it because they don't want to encourage that kind of behavior. But but Draymond Draymond is that person where if you're like going back and forth, you're actually like upset with your friend. Mm-hmm. Right, you're upset with your friend, and then you say something like, "Well, y- you know what? Y- you talk too much. You're mean, right?" And then that person will go, "Well, at least you know." And you're playing with them, or like whatever. You talk too much, man. Shut up, whatever. And he'll go, "Well, at least so and so in my family is not dead." And you're like, "Oh, come on, man!" <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? He's like, and, and very, very truthfully, he goes, "Well, he grabbed my leg." Well, yeah, he grabbed your leg, but you, you stomped, stomped on him. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was funny. Yeah. So, so Draymond is they they do they do this thing perfectly with players like him with other plays we've seen in the past that were dirty, even possibly Dylan Brooks in the future or now even where they, they can bait them into getting technical fouls into getting ejected. And that's just what happened to Draymond. And he, yeah, he deserved to get ejected for that. And being ejected, like Draymond's like the Warriors offense. Like, of course you have a Steph Curry, but Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, they all shoot the outside and that's how they run their offense. But Draymond's like, almost kind of the reason that that offense works in a sense. Yeah, I mean, you you look at how they play and and they're they're always none of them are selfish players. They're quick to pass the ball up, but Draymond really does provide that anchor in the middle, that that extra pass mm-hmm. that you get in the wing, that you get through the middle. So yeah, the ball moves really well towards him. Yeah, so so it is a big deal that he's still a big part of that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not scoring wise, but maybe not. <laughs> hey, uh, he put up eight points. He put up eight points. That's, yeah, that's, that's a career high. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so you want to talk about you want to talk about Warriors and Kings, which is by far by far the best series in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. It's the best series of the playoffs, and it's and the Warriors are down two zero. That's what's crazy. To yeah. Me. So the first game, oh my, God, it was just. It was a no-biter, to say the least. It was punches back and forth almost. Yeah. I remember there was, a, there was a point in the game where it almost looked like, dang, like maybe like the Warriors went on, went on a run, and you're like, whoa, like this is the Warriors. You think like, oh, the Kings didn't have that switch on mm-hmm. to go into the playoffs because they're really young. No right. one's ever been to the playoffs. And I think it was starting the end of the – end of the third they started just lighting them up like it was three after three and it was it came off of steals it came off of turnovers and it was it was really just changing the pace of the game and i know De'Aaron fox has been in the league five six years now but he really had that in game one his first ever playoff game had that welcome to the playoffs moment he was with 39 points Mm -hmm. he was he was fantastic closing out that game it was it was great it was great to see it too because the end of the game it's all, they're down three. The Warriors are down three, and you're like, okay, this is the best three point shoot, yeah. shooting league, sh- shooting team in the league. And you're like, what are they gonna draw up? Yeah. And I'm sitting there on my couch watching it, and Steve Kerr draws this play up, and it left me in shock because 
I didn't even know Steph Curry was open or yeah. it wasn't even an option in the play. Steph Curry sets a screen at the top while while they're chasing Klay Thompson around. Now, what play is Is this the final This heave? is the final play. This yeah. is the final play. And so he's, he sets the screen and he rolls out, but nobody notices he rolls out. And mm-hmm. he's there for a good, like, two seconds yeah. just open. And they check all there and they just slick and they give it to him they're right there in front of everyone. Yeah. All the traffic that's going on. And he just puts it and he just misses. You're like, oh. So, Remind me, did he not shoot a runner from three? He did. Right. What? Okay. Yeah. So, so you're you're at the. Whenever I was your age, I would be the one to watch the the replays and stuff over and over again. Now, whenever stuff happens, I'm just like, yeah, I think that happened, and then move on. (laughs) Right. I don't watch the replays over. But he shot a runner. Right. What What a bizarre choice. Or or was it? I don't. I don't know. It. He had a. He had could have had enough time to set his feet to take a shot, but he he grabbed it and almost. Like shot it with one hand. Yeah, like, he shot put it. It was it was really weird. And since that game, I've seen a lot of things like a lot of stats that are showing like Steph Curry isn't quote unquote clutch in the, oh, the in the playoffs. On. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, they kind of I didn't know this stuff until I started researching and reading about it. And it's like yeah, like Steph Curry was two for eleven on on shots that are ten, within ten seconds to tie or win the game. Okay, so. Uh, those stats are so misleading <laughs> simply because they're going to have two to three people like in perimeter in proximity. They're going to have mm-hmm. two people for sure covering Steph mm-hmm. and they're going to have three people in proximity, especially if it, they're down two or, or need a three to tie They're there. He doesn't get an opportunity to get the ball. So two of 11 and, and he's been in four, five finals, six final series, six final series. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means he's played a guaranteed 16, like a, a guaranteed like 70 games of basketball. Oh yeah, 11 opportunities to shoot. And by the way, that doesn't include those trip, those those final, those uh, playoff runs where he didn't go to the finals. That doesn't include seven game series. So we're talking like a hundred games plus. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a misleading stat. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it can be misleading, but when you when I go to go like when I think about it, like. This this three pointer that he had to seal the game it was it was more, the most open shot you can get for Steph Curry I mean it was one defender to a side and nobody yeah. else didn't Clay miss the one before too no it was Andrew Wiggins that Andrew missed Wiggins it. missed it they yeah hit it, they hit him in the corner wide open wide nobody open nobody near him not not even with five feet and he just whiffed it you're yeah. like oh that's a that's a backbreaker and yeah. so with Steph with Steph Curry having a shot like that I think. Nine out of tens, you got you gotta make that, you Steph. Yeah. It's okay. So you have an opportunity. So you look at all of the players on on the Warriors, on the Kings, etc. You have a chance to get someone a wide open three. Who do you go with then? Oh, I'll go with Clay Thompson. You go with Clay? Okay, after Clay. After Clay, then I'd go with Jordan Poole. You go Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Poole had. I mean, Jordan Poole is one of those those non no conscience players. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he heaves it up. But you're taking Jordan Poole to shoot a game winning three over Steph. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am because even in the Toronto series in the that was in the finals. Yeah. He had a shot that was it was open. It was on the wing. He caught it, catch and shoot, and he just whiffed it. And in the twenty in the twenty sixteen and the when they lost the three one. Yeah. Getting clamped by Kevin Love in the last second when you're as a as arguably one of the best dribblers in the league at that point, you're yeah. getting locked up by a 
power forward. Hey man, it it happens, and and honestly, like it happens. His just happened to be for a game winning <laughs> shot for the championship. But you know, I've seen I've seen Harden in his prime get locked up and blocked on a three point step back by power forwards. By, it happens by Manu Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got blocked by Manu. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, come on. And that was a clean block. That was a really mm. good block. But um, so so you talked about how phys- so one thing that surprises me about two things that surprises me about this Kings team: a, De'Aaron Fox really is that good, mm-hmm. and then b that this is their first time going into the playoffs, and they're such a physical team. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like this is their fifth, sixth time oh, being. Yeah. This looks like that that um, that that. Grizzlies team from from earlier the Marcus Saul Zach Randolph Grizzlies mm-hmm. team. This the, is a physical grind. series. This this they have a statement to prove. I mean, I didn't watch the Kings game all season, and I watch. I yeah. this the first one in the playoffs, and you could see that they play like they have everything they need yeah. to come out the West or even go deep into the playoffs and go to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you said. What did you say to me earlier? I said the Sacramento Kings will be in the NBA Finals this season. You know. If <laughs> I mean, if they beat the Warriors, it's hard to see. Like, I I don't think. I mean, the Nuggets prove that they're. I mean, they're they're the number one seed in the West. But what does that really mean? It, you that doesn't right. mean that doesn't right mean, now, and yeah. it doesn't mean a lot because the West was so tight. It was so competitive. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like the East where the East is super top heavy. Like the mm-hmm. West is. I mean, one through um, one through six, it's, it's all pretty close, mm-hmm. and. The reason why I say that they they'll go to the finals is because I honestly think the Clippers will take care of the Suns. Saying that after seeing Game One, and even without Paul George, he's not going to be there during the series. But yeah, they they that was a statement game. They they played great defense. They were winning by twenty at one point, which was insane to me. And they the Suns did come back, but the Clippers for for a long time had trouble almost closing games especially to teams with multiple superstars. Yeah. So when you when saw that they were able to lock in, play defense, and create turnovers and create smart plays, like Russell Westbrook with the, with the block, and while Devin Booker is like, where's the foul, all this stuff, he gets the ball and throws it off of him. It's They're creating nice plays, and they create good shots, and obviously they have Kawhi Leonard. Right. And so I think that they're going to take they're going to take care of the Suns and the West will be wide open for the for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not against it. I think uh, with their style of play, I mean, with their style of play, their biggest opponent is is Golden State. I mean, Golden State is both physical and loves to run. This team is physical mm-hmm. and loves to run. So, yeah, I, I love this. I love this matchup. But one thing I want to point out is that this is Game Two of a seven game series, mm-hmm. and that I, this could go five more games. The pace that they're running, the physicality of it all. We already have someone that's stomped on. I think this is the best case that the playoffs needs to be shortened a little bit. <laughs> I will I will say if they can rob one game at Golden State, it will it's gonna be over. Gonna yeah. Be, I, I call it over. Yeah. So uh let's real, real fast because I think this might be I mean, aside from like the obvious like blowout series, um, the Nets and the Sixers played last night. Mm-hmm. Man, that's some that's some tough basketball to watch. It's, for. it's it, bad. It it's really hard to watch just because of the fact that it's a lot of turnovers. Like, yeah, a lot of turnovers. Bad shots. A lot of bad shots. And it was a, like 
what did um, Tyrese Maxey was the leading scorer for this? Yeah, Maxey. So. But well, to be fair, Maxey had a fantastic game. He did have a great game. So I'm pulling it up right now. All right, 33 points, and then he shot. Wait, can I pull up the shooting chart? He shot uh, six of 13 from three. 13 of 23 from the field. Taking I mean, he is crazy. Though. Yeah, but he was clutch for them. He closed out the game for them. He mm-hmm. played 40 minutes. Oh, wow. He played 40 <laughs> minutes. Joel Embiid played 37. Harden, 38 and a half. Harden had the worst performance. Harden, oh, yeah. my God. After I thought, like, I, I remember watching a bit oh, of the God. first, the first next game, yeah. first game of the series, and Harden was like, he was doing the Harden things, you know. He's creating. He yeah. wasn't being bad. No, no. This game, oh my! What did he shoot? Oh, for <laughs> like, he shot. Let's see. I had it. Three of thirteen. Oh my god. Two of eight from three. Yeah, I mean, last game he wasn't the best. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't the best last game, but he was efficient from three, which is like something you know that you that you want to see from him. Mm-hmm. He's passing the ball. He had a double double. Um, so I think he was like 19 and, and 10 or 11 or something. He had, he had a really good game. Um, the one thing that I noticed from this game offensively, I haven't watched a ton of Sixers games. I watched like four or five. Um, but they – I don't know if it's because he's a, a three-point threat because he can shoot from the outside, but they're not getting the ball to Embiid within like within the three. And, and It doesn't I, make any sense. I noticed that a lot. And I don't know why. I mean, jo- Joel Embiid can obviously create space if he needs to, but he's not a like a shooting guard like yeah. that that needs to be off the ball. Like oh, it's it's really weird. Okay. And he Joel Embiid shot bad too. He I shot bad. He shot horrible. Okay. So I brought up the point that I noticed they're getting him the ball way outside, way way outside. Um, how many turnovers do you think he had? I think he had eight. I'm pretty sure he had eight turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I I know I for a fact I saw four. In which he's getting the ball way outside, he dribbles in, takes two or three dribbles in, and then like literally gets collapsed in by two defenders and just falls over them, mm-hmm. and, and, and the ball rolls away. And it's and, and they're not fouls. And honestly, like it's I don't know what happened. They used to run a pick and roll offense, and they yeah. give it to him. They would give it to him in the low block, if not even like mm-hmm. a little bit above, but. I don't know why they started fading away from me. I guess because, I mean, you could say they're going against, like, a quote-unquote bad team, but that's, the Brooklyn Nets could step it up any time and just come off. It's yeah. if it, But that just – oh, my God, it's such a so bad. That just if depends that another player can step up for the Brooklyn Nets because, honestly, it's been the Malik the Malik, the Malik, Malik show. Yeah. Um, that being said uh, – oh, no, actually, uh, uh, Cam Johnson – Remember Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson man, the dunk over oh Embiid, that was, that was nice. And yeah. then he, <laughs> after that game, Joel Embiid's gonna say, "I don't remember getting dunked on." I love, I like, love Joel Embiid. <laughs> now, one thing that I will say that um, is properly to point out is I, I don't know, Brooklyn doesn't have any stars, doesn't mm-hmm. have any all stars, and you can feel it. You can feel it yeah. in the game. It's a really, um, they're a young team. Yeah, and they have potential to grow, but it's just like you, there wasn't there wasn't a playoff team. They're gonna get swept, I think. I don't think they'll be able to steal a game. Yeah, and no, and also like, uh, I, and I want to say maybe it's because the Sixers are trying something new. Maybe they're they just know they're playing against a bad team, but they played against the bad team very badly. They played really badly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harden I mean, and, and Beat were. It just shows on the score like ninety six points in a game in today's game. It just yeah. like. 
And also, like, 96 actually gives them way more credit than they need. I think we were nine minutes into the fourth, ten minutes into the fourth, and they had 76 points. Oh, dang. Yeah. I remember that exactly because I'm thinking, oh, they just got over 75 points. And, like, you have... You should have 75 points by the end of the third. Mm -hmm. They're 10, nine minutes into the fourth and have 76. And we're struggling to get there. So it's it's bad, but they need to get MB going. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Harden's not the best player on the team anymore. Or he was was better than Embiid a few years ago. He's not anymore, and that's fine. I think he's totally okay with that. They need to get him going. It Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense why he's taking the ball out that far. And also, like, they don't have anyone to match up with him. Exactly. They don't have anyone to no, match up. No with one them. can. Nobody right on the Brooklyn Nets team can guard Joel Embiid. Yeah. And it's crazy that they're not taking advantage of that. And what's also concerning is that if you can't get Harden to just be efficient from the three point line, yeah, especially in the playoffs, it's gonna be really hard to score. Because then you'll be able to just collapse on Joel Embiid. Because they don't have. I don't want to say they don't have quote unquote like elite shooters on the outside of course you have Tobias Harris and then Maxi. Yeah. then you have Harden but if Harden's not being efficient and going two for eight you can't always rely on him yeah I think this is just shows you how how the inside out game is is completely dead where you have an elite three-point shooter and you have a, an elite post player and you're playing outside outside your outside player is passing it outside to your to your big man it doesn't make any sense exactly. you you throw the ball i mean it's it's tried and true you throw the ball in you wait for the defense to collapse you kick, you it, kick out. it out and they weren't doing that at all and now harden actually was just taking really tough shots i don't want to say he was completely off but he was just taking tough shots and and shots that he get, got open where he created enough space like he made them. Mm-hmm. So they just they need to do something different. But also shout out to uh Tobias Harris. He actually had a really good game, 20 points and he was 8 of 14 from the field. He was really good. That's so good. he that's was really great. efficient and honestly if you can get 20 points out of Tobias Harris, that's exactly what you're looking for mm-hmm. for the Nets. All right. So, anything else you want to hit on from these playoffs? Uh, the Clippers and the Suns. The Clippers and Suns. So they played a day, actually. Yeah. So <clears throat> that game, we touched on it a little bit before. Uh-huh. And um, like I said, I think the Clippers are going to win. Mm-hmm. The reason is because the defense that Russell Westbrook was playing on Kevin Durant in the first half okay. was incredible. Like, I couldn't, like, he was running him to death. And he was on defense. Yeah. And... They it was it was over the screens it was over this like, Katie he kept Katie out of a flow which was amazing cause yeah because they, they had a twenty they had they had a double digit lead at halftime over the Suns mm-hmm. and of course it starts to wear down and Kevin Durant starts getting into a flow but Kevin Durant never got into a point where he was like, yo watch out Kevin Durant has the ball yeah and so that's why I think it was, it was a big factor and I think if they can contain him like that throughout the series like it's gonna the Clippers could win, especially with Kawhi Leonard have, uh, having two great defenders in Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard. It's a, it's a great way to play against a team like this. That's a wild statement to say two great defenders on the Clippers, and you don't say Paul George. Well, Paul George isn't playing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm saying <laughs> to be like, oh, Russell Westbrook, the elite <laughs> defender, Russell. But no, I, I mean, granted, Russell hasn't always been like uh, a shutdown defender, but the one thing that he doesn't get enough credit for, and I'm sure everyone says this now, so whatever. Now he gets credit, but he always puts in effort, mm-hmm. and th- so that's what you need. You need a guy that was like PJ Tucker for the Rockets that 
honestly, looking back on it, PJ probably wasn't going to get a all defensive, uh, you know, nod. But he's always there. Mm-hmm. He is always there. Mm-hmm. You have to make it difficult. I don't get why now. And this is actually what the 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 Nets are doing with Embiid is they make it hard for him to get to the ball. Exactly. Like they force him. I'm not saying that they're actually effectively doing that because Embiid doesn't try to body up, but they are at least pushing him out mm-hmm. and making it difficult. And once he gets the ball and turns around, they're there. So they chose to just clamp on Embiid, and that's what they're doing with KD. It's like just make it difficult for him. Just make it hard for him to get the ball. Exactly, and that's and they did. They literally did the best job they could in mm-hmm. game one. And then also, Kawhi Leonard. Just bails him out time so out good. of time. Oh my! He's so I, good. He it came from a step through into a little little floater over the top, and then two back to back threes, catch and shoot. And then when you think, oh, shot clock's winding down, they're gonna create a turnover. He passes out, and Eric Gordon with a big big <laughs> shot to like make it one hundred nine to one one hundred one. You're like, wow! Like this team is just. It's just they're really good. Oh I didn't I didn't see this. This is really funny. I love Eric Gordon, by the way. Uh, Nineteen points, seven of fourteen from the field, three of seven from three. What what a great what a great game for Eric Gordon. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but Kawhi is I think he's literally the only player I've ever seen in my life, maybe except Prime Chris Paul, where if he gets just a little bit open in the mid range, you're just like it's automatic. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not one of those things where it's like he's just so good. You know, it's like no, it literally is guaranteed. It's, it's absolute it's money. It's a shot that you want him to take a hunt and he does it and he almost makes it's he makes it so efficient. He's makes so it look good. so easy. Yeah. And I love it. I love Kawhi Leonard. He I, he's so he's Ka- so good. He almost Spurs fan. Kawhi Leonard's still my favorite player, but obviously hurts he's not here no more. Hey, <laughs> you can't be that he got you a championship. You can't be mm-hmm. mad. But I mean I can't say it was even him who got us a championship. It was that team had no all like he had an all star, but it wasn't like super Yeah. Star oriented. Mm-hmm. But But he put the clamps on LeBron. Mm-hmm. So yeah. When he needed him to. And and so I think that um I think that series is going to be really good. I think it goes six or seven, depending on how they guard KD. Because honestly, I'm saying a lot about Kevin Durant. Yeah. But of course they have Devin Booker, which is crazy. But Devin Booker wasn't because he had Kawhi on him. He wasn't an offensive juggernaut like yeah. he, how he normally is. That's, and he he went into the break really good. Oh, really good. Yeah. It was insane. He was shooting like I think it was seventy percent from the field. Oh my yeah. god, it was crazy. I mean, seeing what I love about great players is that they are tested the most when you get another great player, mm-hmm. and whenever the game is easier for them, that just shows how great they are. Exactly. They needed that relief. Exactly. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, that's what you saw when Kevin Durant when he went to Golden State. Hate that move, but he goes and becomes an even better defender. He becomes mm-hmm. a shot blocker, a room protector, mm-hmm. and that's what Devin Booker did when when KD got there. Mm-hmm. He became better and. And Devin Booker has to learn how to stop complaining because that it literally it literally yeah. bit him so many times. One on the step through that I just mentioned. Yeah. he's trying to yell out travel without even trying to contest a shot, and Kawhi just gets a wide open look because yeah. he's over there standing yelling at the ref. Yeah, you have two guys, and one in Russell Westbrook that's gonna push the ball no matter what, mm-hmm. and then Kawhi who just doesn't care about whatever's going on. Exactly, right? he's just waiting for the basketball to get to him exactly. or or looking for his def- or uh, looking for his matchup. So no, you can't sit there and complain. They're not interested in playing that kind of basketball. Mm-hmm. You got to move. You got to keep exactly. moving. Exactly. Yeah. So and 
I, even though Russell Westbrook shot, it was like three for nineteen. He he did. He, it was it was a. It was the best 3 of 19 game I've ever seen from him. So. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> hope that whenever he goes 3 of 19, it's because he's taking good shots, because he's going towards the rim. Mm. Honestly, nothing really bad unless you're just chucking the ball over the backboard. Nothing really bad comes out of going at the rim. Exactly. It allows for easy rebounds, kickouts, all that stuff. That's what Russell Because I can, I can bet. I'm not sure. I'm just assuming. But I bet a lot of second-chance points came from Russell Westbrook because of those layups. All right. One last thing I want to talk about because I am really invested in the series, uh, Grizzlies and Lakers. Oh yeah, I, I got because because Job Morant's probably not playing Wednesday. I think the Lakers are gonna take Game Two. They play today. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tuesday, not Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they're gonna go to LA and they're gonna finish the series there, even with John Morant. I think that they actually will sweep the Grizzlies. It's a big bold statement to say. It's a huge hot take. But I think they'll sweep them, especially because of what I saw. If 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 they can have two players like Austin Reeves and Rudy step up like that consistently and take a lot of the load off of LeBron and Anthony Davis, it's going to be great. And this is when LeBron isn't even playing. It didn't even score 30 points. He Here's the thing. LeBron didn't score 30, and you noticed it, but you didn't feel it. You know, mm-hmm. he barely got what twenty one points, and you notice that, but you didn't feel it, exactly. and that's a bad thing for the other team. Where you're like, no, he's just playing a really good game. He's exactly. playing a really good game. He's 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 not hunting down his shot. He's he's just making the best play out there. And he was really good. And then when look, when he starts to try to play, and he starts trying to get the ball, create something, then you know, like, oh dang, that's when you feel it. And that's when you have to adjust. The Grizzlies played this. Played this last game. He took eight shots. Exactly. Exactly. Twenty-one points on eight shots. The Grizzlies played this game not really worrying about LeBron. Almost, of course, they worry about LeBron to an extent, but he didn't take a lot of shots. How you said there? Oh, sorry, sixteen shots. Sixteen. Eight three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he took (laughs) sixteen shots, but uh, he hit eight of them. He took only eight threes. Three, three of eight from uh, three. I mean, he looked he looked really good out there. Also, blocking. It was like seven <laughs> blocks. Oh my god! I think they had no, like Anthony 14. Davis had seven blocks. I think no? like fourteen blocks on on the game. I think. Yeah, I mean that was insane. I I, I told you uh, yesterday they weren't playing good defense. Neither mm-hmm. team was playing, but they were hunting down that ball oh, <laughs> on yeah. defense. Oh yeah, it was funny. They were going for the for the highlight play blocks. It was really and the steals. There was a bunch of steals. The ball was flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James three blocks. Anthony Davis seven blocks. Those are your best play- the the best players on the court. Your biggest <laughs> offensive threats combined for ten blocks. <laughs> oh my god! And and Anthony Davis, by the way, looked really good. Really good. He he looked super confident in that series. Yeah, he looked comfortable. I mean, <clears throat> Jaron Jackson is uh, defensive player of the year. Correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't <laughs> look like it. I no, mean, not, not saying he was playing bad. He he played good defense. It was he just. just it was it's Anthony better Davis. Yeah, he's Anthony just really Davis. good. Uh, there's nothing you can really do about that. It, sometimes you can play the best defense you can play, but it's just, in my opinion, offense. If you play good enough offense, it'll yeah. always be defense. I mean, and it was it was just classic stuff from AD, just getting inside alley oops, uh, step throughs. Like he just looked mm-hmm. really good. He, 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 I don't think. Yeah, I think he took one three pointer, but that was like a shot. No, he didn't take clock. any. I he just did. checked. Yeah, I was like, did he take a three? He didn't. And that's what he needs to be doing because yeah. then it opens that. 
inside out game how we mentioned man and he was hitting those turnarounds mm -hmm. he hit some good turnarounds and it was over a, Jaren Jackson. It was a lot of rebounds for ad and a lot of off the offensive glass which was really scary because that's what they were talking about it starts with the announcer said something i was about to steal his quote but i'm gonna give him credit for it okay and so the announcer said something and it really caught my eye because it's true they were getting the Grizzlies were giving up a lot of offensive rebounds because of the fact John Morant couldn't stay with his man. Yeah, John when John Morant gets beat off the ball, that means Jaron Jackson has to come up and help, and they'll shoot a floater, they'll pass it or something, and no matter what, if that shot misses, your chances of getting that rebound with Jaron Jackson all the way out to the free throw line is slim to none. Yeah, there was a play I remember where. Um, they, they pushed the ball. The Lakers pushed the ball, and then uh, they missed the shot. I forgot who took it. But then Anthony Davis gets gets in the paint, grabs the rebound, and, and he's trailing. He's trailing mm -hmm. way, way behind. And that just sums up the defense. And, and for both teams, both teams are playing bad defense. But the first thing they teach you is on a fast break, step in front of someone. Mm -hmm. Just don't let someone just walk in. And no one stepped in front of AD, and that, that just kind of sums up how both teams are playing defense. Mm -hmm. No one steps in front of him and he gets an easy shot at the rim. Exactly. And it also just, like I said, it's rebounding. I mean, the Lakers didn't give up a lot of offensive rebounds, but no. the Grizzlies did, and that's what beat them. And then what also beat them was Austin Reeves at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Austin Reeves. What a fun story. Amazing. Like, just undrafted. And now in the playoffs and really just sealed the game. So, so this this is what this is. I mean, I'm gonna fawn over this because basketball nerd, right? But LeBron James, Anthony Davis, 21 points. LeBron, 22 for Anthony Davis. Rebounds, LeBron James, 11. Anthony Davis, 12. And then again, the combined 10 blocks. So, from your best players on the court, you're getting 23 rebounds and you're getting 10 blocks. I mean, that's just that's great. That's what you need. Like, that's what you need. And what I like about the West whole the whole West playoffs is that it's gonna be it's gonna come down to really intense games because you're gonna have the Nuggets starting to play really good people. Yeah. Then you're gonna have the Kings playing other people. Then you're gonna have the clip. It's gonna be even if those teams don't win, you'll have good teams still playing other good teams, and it's gonna. I think this ha this has the potential to be a really really good playoffs. Okay, since since we we missed out on. Since we're talking all West, because, uh, well, I'm way more interested in the West, right? <laughs> so uh, since we're talking West, let's talk real fast. Who do you got coming out of the West? All right, uh, one through eight, Nuggets, Timberwolves. I mean, Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets in four. Yeah. By the way, without the Timberwolves, a lot of fun to watch. They're really fun to watch. Up but, until that fourth but they quarter. Get, they get really, <laughs> yes, I was going to say, they get really messy in the fourth. Mm -hmm. And... I think they're just too young still. I yeah. think Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards will grow into that playoff performer, but right now I don't know what it yeah. is, but he's just not being himself. I really like Anthony Edwards. I mean, he has that build of that classic shooting guard, mm -hmm. that, that Tracy McGrady-esque player. Phenomenal athlete, good shooter. Mm -hmm. Really, really like him. All right, Suns and Clippers, you have Clippers. In six. I think I have the Suns. In what? I think I have the Suns. I think I have the Suns in seven. Ooh. I would have said six, <laughs> but the Clippers already took a game. I have the Suns in seven, okay. especially with no Paul George. I, I'm telling you, the the hustle of Russell Westbrook is going to kill Kevin Durant. All right. This is the big one. Kings and Warriors. Kings and foe. 
<laughs> kings are not gonna sweep. <laughs> I'm joking. I say I say kings and six or kings and five. Kings and six. I like that. Yeah, kings and six. All right, and then your last one is going to be the Lakers and Grizzlies. I like I said, I actually got that. I got I got the Lakers and four. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, if yeah, if the Lakers win tonight. I mean that's just bad. Like okay, the, we we can talk all day about how bad like you know the Lakers war and all that stuff. I mean even they come in with with D'Angelo Russell and then Rui like D'Angelo Russell looks great. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't mention that he looks fantastic. I, I love the basketball he's playing. And then Rui looked looked amazing, of course. Um, Matt Reeves, you already mentioned. Everyone loves Matt Reeves, three point shooting. Matt, Matt Reeves is it? No, Austin, Austin Reeves. Reeves. Austin Reeves. <laughs> Matt Reeves is. Uh, isn't that like Batman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I revealed. That's my other podcast. Uh, <laughs> Austin Reeves. Uh, he <laughs> now. Can you double check? That's Batman. Do you have your phone on you, Sarah? All right. Um, but yeah. So so Austin Reeves. Everyone loves him. Three point shooting, etc. Um, but let's never mind the fact that they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 a lot. When you have a LeBron. You have a chance. You have yeah. A chance. It, what was crazy is I saw something on Twitter the other day, and they were like, if LeBron makes the finals and loses such and such whatever right what's crazy to me is that the lakers are the seventh seed and they're already thinking oh they could go to the championship yeah. just because they have uh, yeah LeBron i'm gonna talk James. trash about the seventh seed and possibly losing to the bucks which you know is gonna be one of the great all-time teams if they do when did you figure out who matt reeves is it sounds uh, no, really familiar it sounds so familiar um but but yeah i, I really like um yeah i do like the lakers if they if if they lose tonight um it, that's that's not that yeah. I don't I don't think the Grizzlies. Oh, he's a, he's a riot and he's Batman. <laughs> he, he directed he directed the Batman. <laughs> he directed the Batman. Um, a, he went to USC. Okay, so that California connection. That's that's where my brain was going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I think I think I'm gonna base it off tonight. If if somehow the Grizzlies can pull through, you know what? No, that's a lie. <laughs> if somehow the Grizzlies pull through, then 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 I have the Lakers in six, but I think I think Lakers in five. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is crazy. That's crazy and, to say. And which is it's insane. <laughs> I just I have a real vendetta against the Grizzlies. I just don't like them. I, I love the Grizzlies. I like. I, I don't used, like Dylan Brooks. I did. I did like him, but ever that jaw situation, and then Dylan Brooks. I hate Dylan Brooks so <laughs> much. <laughs> and so yeah. I just don't like the Grizzlies. I, I really like the Grizzlies. I love Jaron Jackson, who looked like a bust and then gets Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. That's so great. That love it was that a great comeback year for him. Uh, awesome comeback year. I love Jaw Morant style of play. I love seeing young superstars. I really, I really, really like this Grizzlies team. Um, but yeah, uh, Real I don't quick, know. Do I, am I? In, are you interested in seeing Lakers in the finals again? No. Uh, I mean, it depends. I, I, I wouldn't see this team like as a finals team in the first place. But yeah. You're gonna you're gonna bring up something. I was gonna say you want to predict the East real quick, even though like how much time do we have left? Like a minute. That's why I was like, okay, East. All right, all right, all right real, real, real fast. All right, do you remember all the the bracket? Do you remember the so bracket? So I know Bucks and Heat. I got even though the Heat are such are won the first game. I got Bucks and six. I mean, Bucks famously won six after going down two yeah, games against saying. the Suns. All right, Cavaliers and Knicks. That's a good series. That was a really good series. Oh, we should have touched on that. Oh my god, right. but I got Cavs and six also. I and I got Cavs and seven. Cavs and seven. I like that. Seventy Sixers and Nets. Uh, I think. I think. 
five and I, I think five games. I got four, man. I think I don't five see games. Them taking a game. If if they're gonna continue playing as lazily as they have been, I have them five games. But yeah, it, it should be four. Mm-hmm. You have two bad games and you bounce back with two really good games. And then Celtics and Hawks. Oh, oh my God! It was a horrible outing when I first. It was that's a sweep. That's a sweep. <sighs> that hurts for me. I really like the Hawks. A few years ago, when they made that fi- that that it's looking conference ba- finals, it's looking run. very it's looking bad. It's looking very fluky, but I definitely that yeah. twenty point loss. I got the Celtics and four. Celtics and four. Love that pick. All right, well that's enough for the emergency sports podcast. We'll catch you later. See ya, Nemo. <laughs>